0: Welcome back, Jets fans. We're here for another post-game audio recap. Uh, We are recapping game eight. Uh, The Jets played at home against the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Jets won 5-3, and uh, that's it. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to have some fun. We've been doing a lot of fun before we started recording here, and now we'll see if we can translate it through. But before we get to the game, let's get to what we were just chatting about, the uh, potential... Of a WHL team coming back. I'm here with a couple people. Chris, you out there? Chris is there. Hi. Hey, okay, there's Chris. Then we also got Glenn joining us for the very first time. Glenn calling all the way from Ports of Prairie. Howdy. There, yeah, there's Glenn and then Ryan. He's somewhere too. So and also in Ports of Prairie at <laughs> Glenn's house. Okay, so we're chatting a little bit about this. Uh, the idea that the uh, True North wants to bring back a WHL team. What do you guys uh, think of this? Chris, maybe we'll start with you. What do, do you like that idea? Do you think if they bring one back, they just buy the team and move it somewhere else? Or is that the end of the Moose in Winnipeg? What, what's the deal here?
1: I don't know. It all sounds really strange. I remember a few years ago, they talked about bringing I, I, if I remember correctly, Kootenai, the same team that they're talking about, they talked about bringing them here before the Moose were back and around the time the Jets returned. And I think uh, what they were talking about was actually kind of developing iceplex around the WHL team. I'm not sure right now that the city could support three teams. Um that being said, when you've got a big kind of corporation like True North, I don't think you're relying on each team to be individually profitable or or selling the exact amount of tickets they need to. So maybe they could. Uh, I'm not sure.
0: Now, uh, Glenn and Ryan, one of you can take this. You guys are out in Portsmouth Prairie, where there is MJHL hockey. Do you think that would be have a negative impact on MJHL hockey um, in the province of Manitoba if we bring back another WHL team? Going to steal some business, or what do you guys think?
2: I don't think around here. Well, it, it, it's hard to say in Portage. Like the Terriers, they do well just because they they they've been a good team for years. Since we got a new arena here, we've had a good team. It might steal a couple people, but for people to have to drive into Winnipeg, I think they'd rather – the people that have Jets tickets or maybe Moose tickets, it, it doesn't really affect it. So, it's tough for me to say. I don't think it would hurt, but I don't know. I I I personally don't think it would work. It might work in the short term, but long term, I don't think it would work.
0: Yeah. It's, it, seems, it seems kind of uh... – playing some extra sound there um it seems like a dangerous proposition to to bring another team in unless you know that you're going to be able to make money off it like chris i agree with what you're saying there you know it's a big corporation they can probably absorb any of the the losses and costs of any team but at the same time it feels like this market is a little bit tapped out i was sharing before we started recording that the first year the moose were here everybody was excited and uh they had 7200 people as the average attendance, then they've gone down ever since. As the team continues to get better, and as Glenn mentioned earlier too, the, uh, the access to Jets tickets has become, you know, it's not as hot of a ticket. People can usually get games. Uh, so their attendance went down to 5,600 and 5,200 last year. When they were on pace to be, uh, like, potentially one of the highest point getting AHL teams of, of history – at one point last year, and still the attendance was was going down. So, for for my money, I say if there's a WHL team coming to Winnipeg, I would guess that uh, that means the Moose will no longer be in Winnipeg, and they would probably move them to uh, maybe maybe that uh, Thunder Bay arena gets built, and they move move there. Ryan, uh, you're back with us now. What do you what do you think? What's your take on this stuff?
3: I don't think that True North is the one looking to bring a WHL WHL team here. Unless I misread what I read, I thought it's the owners of the team in Cranbrook wants to move them here. I I didn't think True North had anything to do with it.
0: Oh, is that right? Sorry, then I must have misread something too. I was looking. Well, first of all, I was referring to some old articles at first. That Chris was too, but I, I thought the one that came out today was still talking about Kootenay, wasn't it, Chris? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. No, you guys. Uh... I'll go with ryan on this i I was under that same impression um,
0: okay yeah, I didn't do enough homework as, as, as
1: you too. and no I was under the same impression as you a j so
3: okay i i I've, so I've been wrong once before, so it's not likely I am, but it could happen,
1: yeah, so it's the owners of Kootenai that are that are looking for somewhere to relocate, and they think that Winnipeg is a destination,
2: yeah, the way I read it. Like, it was the, the Kootenai owner, he's from Winnipeg, and they were looking to relocate.
0: Uh, uh, that makes a little bit more sense it's, now. It's all right.
2: news. So we, 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 we could be – I would on. say it makes less sense, actually. Well, I, I – yeah, I don't see how it really works, but
1: – I think, like I said, I think it maybe makes sense if you own all three teams or, like AJ's saying, if you move a team.
2: Yes. I don't sure. see how it makes
1: any sense if if you that's your only team. Yeah. Uh, where are they going to play?
2: Oh, that's uh, a question.
1: You know, that's the biggest thing. If there's any arena other than uh, MTS that they can play in, it needs a huge renovation. As far as I can easily, at the top of my head, think. Other than yes,
3: so, there's nothing that holds more than two thousand people, and you right, need a so rate that holds probably five. There's no renovation that's going to expand yeah. it by two and a half times. You'd have. Mm-hmm. To, I I don't know what. The plan is uh, I don't get it myself. Plus, it would also yeah. kill junior A hockey in Winnipeg. Like, yeah, with, yeah, the Blues would have to go. Like, they would
0: be done. But, which, yeah. which uh, for those who follow, the Blues might as well go anyhow. Like yeah, MJHL Blues, hockey is small town hockey. I've been to Blues games and uh, they're they're not well well attended. Uh, they're usually at the lower end of attendance. They, they they hadn't been good for a couple years too, but um they they're probably due to to uh, some. I don't know, Niverville or, or some other market that is untapped for, for junior hockey instead of staying in Winnipeg. It's just a matter of time uh, before they move any Junior hockey town a
2: small town thing. Like it, and yeah. They might as well embrace that and go somewhere where they might get 500 to thousand people every couple nights.
3: Even 500 would be a victory. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <clears> All right, <throat> right, let's
1: move so on maybe, the, I, I was going to say. Gonna, no, I'll it yeah I was just gonna say exactly the same thing as you. maybe we should uh revisit this when there's a little more information
0: yeah i'm 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 reading some of it right now while we're we're chatting but uh yeah it's uh, could be interesting but the right at the beginning of the article, the free press they're talking about it uh being only months away that the long uh, rumored return to Winnipeg its first line in the article could be only months away from coming to fruition so uh I doubt it would be a mid season move but uh I'm guessing. Uh, you know, by the, by middle of the season, they might know exactly what the, the future, future holds. So uh, it, it would be surprising if a caliber of a hockey of that caliber would come to Winnipeg and true North, not be a part of it. That just seems like a bit of a no brainer that they, that they would have their, their hands in that pot. But I guess we'll wait and see, but you know, what, let's move on. There was a Jets game today. It was at Hi. three o'clock. little, little, yeah, it was a matinee game. I know there's, sometimes they sneak up on you, those matinee games. Uh, like I said in the intro, Jets one five three against the former Winnipeg Jets team, the and also formerly of Phoenix. Now they're only they're of Arizona instead. But um, Jets one five three. Uh, you guys all managed to catch more of the game than I did. Um, Glenn, how about we start with you, first timer here? What did you think of the game? The Jets looking good? Or are they getting better? Should we put some of our worries to the side? What's your take on this uh, this Jets game?
2: you know i think it's kind of the same thing that's been the last couple of games they played well and but at the same time they showed their weaknesses against a i wouldn't say us i think the arizona coyotes played well but they showed some weaknesses that they might have to be worried about later on um when they were skating and they were going hard they played well but as soon sometimes they would have some bad defensive um breakdowns in their own end and they took some bad penalties which is something they're really going to have to work on because i guess the better teams that might kill you uh goaltending backup goalie he was he was really good again 42 saves i believe again and yeah it's 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 just from from the eye test they look good sometimes and like depends when you tune in if If you tune in when they're playing well, they look great. But if you tune in when they're in their own end getting pressured, they don't look very good.
0: Right. Now, you mentioned the backup goalie, Laurent Brassois. Um, Shall we just take a vote uh, that he is now officially the best-looking Jet, or where do you guys uh, stand on uh, who's the best-looking Jet? Because this is important. (laughs)
3: Uh, I have no clue what he looks like. He could be (laughs) eating... i was not gonna finish that sentence. I was just
2: <laughs> Connor poster in my uh, basement, so I don't know. I, I okay.
3: was Josh Morrissey. Oh shoot. Yeah, yeah Josh well, Morrissey, yeah. Well, There was not. a
1: conversation on Twitter today about it and it is sounds like now uh it's between Morrissey and, and Larry Bossois. so
2: Well guys, my wife's home in an hour, we could ask her, but she's uh well, Quintet- So we've oh, moved. <laughs> we, oh, we she's got moved a terrible taste.
1: We finally moved on from the Bogosian-Pavlik debate, and now we're on to the Morrissey-Brossois debate. So, you thought most of the
2: Jifleet so.
1: Well, I said to AJ the other night, we have probably the the least good-looking NHL team. Most of the time, <laughs> from the whole lineup is good-looking. We've got about like three good-looking guys out of whatever, 20. So
3: hey, I, we what need, is that we you need to saying, pick it up here. I noticed that you were saying Brossois. If you did catch yeah, yeah. a broadcast tonight, Bayak corrected us. It's bro I'm so. sure
1: we need to take lessons on how to say things from Dennis Bayak after tonight <laughs> telling us that the Jets <laughs> wore their aviator jerseys two Sundays
0: in a row, even though it's Saturday. You so, have been at church today, guys. Um, <laughs> I missed church. <laughs> yeah. <fucking> yeah. is <laughs> Seventh day Adventist. Today was church day for Bayak. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, I,
2: I, yeah. Like, it's, um, Tyler Myers, yet again, he he made a very his goal was beautiful. Like I can't fault him on that, but he made some dumb decisions yet again. He he's just I don't know. Like he does things that makes makes you really want to love him, but at the same time, he makes does some other decisions that just make you want to hate him.
1: I've had a I've had a few tweets where I've said if. Tyler Myers could do in the defensive end, what he does in the O zone, everything would be fine.
2: Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like just the way his brain works, even like, it's like, there's a malfunction,
2: right? <laughs> well, that one goal, the, I think it was the first goal or second goal. I'm, I'm trying to remember. It was a while. Ago. I think the second he, you know, uh, little fell down off, off the draw and left his guy. And the guy came in and, Tyler Myers saw that, and all of a sudden, he leaves his guy completely unimpended right by the goal. Unimpeded? I'm, like, impeded. I'm impeded, Sorry. <laughs> 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 I thought you said your wife was home in an hour.
3: Wow. <laughs> That's my second one. <laughs> <laughs> Going in tonight? Yeah. Uh, he just...
2: He, I don't know. Like When he came to Winnipeg, it was a great deal. Now it's starting to show that eh, was it wasn't... It, it worked out well for us at the start, but now it's starting to slowly die off, and we should probably figure something out here. Yeah,
0: but uh, News. you realize
2: a free agent, Me- uh, yeah. All uh, hashtag extend
0: Myers. Oh. Myers uh, had a goal and assist tonight. Josh Morrissey also had a goal and assist. Well, Jacob Truba had three assists. Did you guys realize that he I played he had himself a nice play, night?
3: I think he played a much better game than he had played at any point in the season, young season I know, but he he seemed to be running the offense at some points, it seemed. Like he was he was going in low, he was quarterbacking it. He's making the first pass once he got into the offensive zone. He looked great. It, it's yeah. it's nice because it was wording for the first few games he looked really off and we lost
0: C Mac. Oh, you're not supposed to say when we lose him because he doesn't like that. All right, we cannot <laughs> C-Mac. All All right, okay, keep going though. So, you're saying
3: no, I finished my thought right there.
0: Oh, that was it. Okay, perfect timing. Um, well, I was gonna say with the this season kind of off to a pretty decent start. I mean, the Jets' record has been good and everything. It seems like, uh, kind of to your point, Glenn, that there still is many causes for concern. But sometimes I wonder with that, like as as fans, you know, especially if you maybe are a bit more analytical minded, you kind of nitpick and you look for all these things. But the problem is um, all the other hockey teams were also made up of, you know, a lot of old hockey minds and um, that haven't found themselves out of the league yet. So it seems like many other teams have so many weak spots and problematic parts that maybe that just is – hockey at some point you know what i mean like as much as we want to maximize talent you want to you know optimize your usage all that but there's a pretty strong argument to say that nobody does it that well and so as long as you have more skill and maybe do it that all that uh, optimizing slightly better than everyone else you're probably okay and right now it looks like the jets are are doing pretty good so um you you guys know me i i I love to rain on the jets parade sometimes it's it's fun it you know to kind of joke about and be an armchair uh, GM or armchair, armchair coach and see what you would do differently. But I mean, they are winning and uh, they are getting better too. Like there, there is still some problem parts, but they definitely look better as the season goes on uh, as a overall group. Obviously some players start looking a bit better. Some drop off a bit too. So um, with that being said, um, maybe I'll throw over to you there, Chris. Um it, is there any real cause for concern? Like, I mean, it's early in the season. They seem to be remedying a lot of stuff. Um, the, the time on ice uh, last game, I didn't check today's, but uh, seemed to be sorting itself out pretty well. So are we, are we actually in better hands than we might give credit for? I,
1: I think the cause for concern is, is a funny thing because tonight, and I, well, I guess other than if you take out uh, Edmonton meltdown, I think we're seeing a lot of hang around, hang around, okay, flip the switch, now let's go. And I think, well, you can look at that two ways, right? Well, you can't always flip the switch or the team manages to stick around, stick around, play like, frankly, for the first half of almost every game this year, they played like shit. And then halfway through the game or later in the game, they flip a switch and all of a sudden Brian Little scores a goal or... You know, uh, Laine gets a power play marker, and all of a sudden, they win the game. So, is that sustainable? I don't know, but I think it goes to what you're saying with when you have all the, all this talent that they seem to have, it's it's probably more times than not going to work out in their favor.
0: Yeah, the, the averages uh, or the, the numbers are in their favor that – you know they have a good enough skilled team that they could probably overcome a lot of their weaknesses. Because again, other teams have those weaknesses too, and even our defensive lapses. I mean, if Hellebuck and Bro Larry, how did they, act? Larry, Larry, okay, Larry. if those two can, can continue to play well, then uh, maybe you know we can get by with uh, three H L defensemen, right? Well,
1: that's sure. that's what I saw today. I'm like you have 3 AHL defensemen like literally right now. That being said, I mean, you're getting away with it. Your goaltending's good. Your other 3 defensemen are I mean, all 3 of them are basically all-star caliber. Yeah. And mm-hmm. 11 or 10 of your 12 forwards are really 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 good. So
0: that that might be enough, right? I mean, did, uh, it's probably not optimized but it's still that that could be enough to to be pretty good although there's uh, probably a strong argument would say that they overachieved last year i mean i chris uh, you and i were both quite bullish on the jets chances more so than a lot of people that tend to be more positive and they even exceeded our expectations and i think we probably had them higher than almost everybody uh, in media or outside of media or just fandom and uh, this year it seems like they're likely due to come down to earth a little bit more, even though you know their record right now is is pretty good. But maybe I'll throw over to Ryan. What, what is this team? Are we are we good? Are we not good? What what are we actually doing here? Is this uh, is this sustainable? Or uh, where do you have us finishing in in the conference? I know it's early, but whatever. Uh, American Thanksgiving will be here right away, so we need to know.
3: So I think the parade is starting, Brandon. I hop on a float there and by the time it gets to Winnipeg I've had enough beers that you guys have to give me a a room to sleep in (laughs) Ryan so
1: when the parade comes through Winnipeg you can stay at my house
3: perfect we'll cuddle Um, this team is really good but they have times where they look completely lost and I've said that exact sentence I think every post game now is that when they get in their own end, they get running around and they have no clue how to all five guys on the ice. Look at the uh, puck carrier and no one looks what's happening around them. And that's how the other team maneuvers around. They make quick passes. They can see the holes in our defense and they do it very, very well because uh, our guys, I don't know. They're getting better game to game and, I believe we'll have no problem finishing second in central this year is where I have them, but they need to close up some of these gaps that are just very obvious and teams will pick up on it if they don't do anything different.
0: Can't argue with that. Yeah. I was actually kind of, as you're talking, Ryan, I was thinking when the team starts to run around like that, like obviously the coach can put the players out, but my biggest concern isn't Obviously, we, I think we've all established there's probably enough skill to overcome some of the weaknesses. But when teams do start, you know, dicing you up or, you know, exploiting you in certain ways, then you need to make adjustments. And my concern has been that uh, Maurice ha- is not quick to make adjustments. I think I mentioned this last recap. Uh, he's, he's not quick to make adjustments. And if you're not in a pattern of sort of making adjustments on the fly – and uh, you know, finding where your weaknesses are and plugging them up before another team can can uh, you know exploit them. That you you kind of get stuck there. And then in, for instance, when we got to the Vegas series, it, it was like we had no answer. It like it never at any point. Like I know we got goal a goal lead. I'm I'm well aware of that. But at the same time, it feels like maybe something should have been different. When when you're hearing oh, only one line is scoring goals, and it's basically two players, right? Scheifele and Wheeler then you go, well, if you want to get other lines going, maybe you would split those two up, which is, you know, there's been a strong argument for that from a bunch of different people for a long time, but it feels like that would have been a perfect time to make an adjustment. If you've never made an adjustment or never tried something different, then when it comes time to need to do that, uh, you're not really prepared to. So that's my concern is uh, movement is very slow with, uh, with this coach. Again, he's he's probably made a, a lot of really good decisions, and uh, it, some of the lineups, like I, I say, I try and give credit that we've liked. You know, obviously the the Morrissey and Truba together. Um, I mean, those of us who are Patan fans, when he was with Connor and Wheeler, they had great eight, eight games together. You know, it was that coach, Coach Maurice, that put them together. So you know, he had those ideas, and they were good. And some of the power plays that have worked out really, really well. I mean, it wasn't us that did it; it was him. So I mean, he's very capable of you know doing good things but sometimes it feels like he doesn't make adjustments until it's out of necessity which usually means an injury of some sort to to somebody so
2: can i jump in for a quick second here absolutely um like for me i i played hockey my whole life but the systems that was the toughest thing for me to get like or to watch like i was okay at hockey i was actually terrible but um but i played football and i could i can see systems in football like i can i can pick it out doesn't matter if i'm watching cfl nfl or anything i can pick out systems the biggest thing with the jets it doesn't se- seem like they've changed the system since maurice has been here yeah no um, and they haven't and that's the biggest thing is the the systems i don't think it's working like i watch the jets in their own end and i, I can't pick it out specifically but it's just the work it, it just doesn't – as soon as they get into their own end and they get pressure, they start running around. I've watched with yeah. my dad. I've watched with friends. And as soon as they get into their – they just start running around. And I've quoted a bunch of guys. looks like they have a bunch, a bunch of chickens with their heads cut off in their own end when they get pressure. And that's something that yeah. change against the good teams. Like, yeah. we have – the first five or six years, we didn't have the talent – to overcome that. Now we do. But when we get to the second, third round of the playoffs, we're playing against good teams seven games in a row, hopefully, and that's what's going to really
3: hurt us. Yeah. it's good. Yeah, we're facing some weaker teams right now. There'll be a big test on Wednesday when we face the Maple Leafs, who have a high-firing offense. They had, like... <laughs> and we have not the best defense in the world. This is going to be... I, turned we, I think they had seven shots tonight.
1: We had we struggled against Edmonton, lost, struggled against Vancouver, who everybody has as the worst team in the league, and struggled against Arizona tonight for the most part. I Arizona had forty-one point. shots against us, despite the fact it's five-three.
2: Arizona's had a lot of shots against every single team. They yeah, that's fair against. enough. Fair it's enough. Like, it's like early on, the bad teams look good. So I it, I don't I wouldn't put a whole lot of weight into no that. But, I, but but it's yeah, it's it's concerning for sure right
1: and that goes to what Glenn's saying with the you wonder if you're not changing and this is a a stubbornness thing with the Maurice that's that's constant is the system isn't going to change it's just this is the system that's going to win us a Stanley Cup despite the fact that you've never won a Stanley Cup and
2: did one.
1: <laughs> almost did once, right?
2: Really and, then, that time, I think,
1: and then, like AJ saying, you're you're you have one line that's going and another line that's playing well, but doesn't generally overall score. And you're refusing to go. Okay, let's let's maybe try something else. It's like it's almost it's good enough for him that Shifley and Wheeler and Connor can carry the whole team. Wheeler's- when you've got eleven forwards that if you tried them in a different order, it could be doing a lot better. And that's crazy to me. I was thinking about that tonight during the game. It's like, you're just constantly right. Ru- they're basically running two lines.
2: Pretty much. Yeah. yeah.
1: They're running the Lowry line to clean up the mess. And they're running the Shifley line to try and win them the game. And yep. the rest is, is garbage. And, and so they're
2: filler. They're the other two. They're are right. Are they're, so why are you sitting you there Lani going out there and scores? And you hope, the fourth line goes out there. and
1: Line A can't score at 5-on-5. Five five. Well, is that because Line A can't score on 5-on-5 five five or because who he's playing with?
3: Healers hasn't Steelers scored in
1: 25 game. games. Is that because he can't score or because who he's playing with? So you're just okay with running one line that's good and one line that has possession? I, I That's the stuff I don't understand.
2: I'd say the best line that we've had this year is the Tanev-Lowry uh, cop line.
1: 100%. Uh, for sure. It, like, I only, be, only because Lowry's scoring, but yes.
2: Break everything else up.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a pretty good summary there. Well, anyway, we've been recording for quite a while here and i'm gonna have to piece all this nonsense together um i think that's probably a good place to stop it's just supposed to be a one game recap and i think we covered a lot but i will say this i thought truba he looked really good out there almost as good as the blackbird brasserie on tache looks you should go check out that restaurant (laughs) eat there looking good eat it i was drove by the other day i didn't have time to stop i was working but it's looking good so you should definitely go check that out And, guys, thanks so much for doing this. I know there's so many other things about the game and about all this that we could cover. But uh, I think we'll, uh, we'll end it there. Later, guys.